Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's got his tights on, his bright red pants are visible to the whole world. It's Howard Longry, aka the Long Man. <laughs> How you doing? I'm just really long today. You got any long emergencies? <laughs> people are like, no. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Could you get the can? That's not really a. Thing. Could you get the cat out of the tree for me? Is he like, no, that's not a long, that's not a long emergency. That's more of a tall emergency. <laughs> I need long ones. Oh yeah, that, I was. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am long in a sideways way, aren't I? Yeah. So they're like, oh, I've got this really long, thin sand pit that someone needs to jump in, right? <laughs> and we can't do it. Every time we do it, we only jump like a meter or a meter and a half. Could you jump into the long sand pit? And you're like, yeah, yeah of course I can. And then you win the. Olympics. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And that is the story of Longman. And that is how you keep an intro to a podcast short as well, isn't it? <laughs> all right, let's get on with it. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to all of our lovely patrons on Patreon for giving us money for this show. And thanks to you for listening to this show. Right, so shall we get on with the next chapter of Gret Binchleaf, Howard? Mm, yes, please. The plot so far. Once upon a time, no one is quite sure when, a baby was born. <laughs> a pointless baby that no one liked. <laughs> with a face that made yaks literally yak. <laughs> cats cat up. <laughs> and bees be vomiting. <laughs> bees be vomiting? <laughs> this disgusting baby was so stupid. I felt, I felt sure. Because you'd gone like yaks and cats. I oh, felt shit. sure. And you said cats cat up. I was sure you were going to say and dogs dog up. <laughs> <laughs> and dogs dog up. Yeah, I didn't. I'm, no, no. I mean, Your joke was better. Okay. I wish <laughs> I had written that. Though. <laughs> it just felt like it was one of those. If it had been me writing that, it'd been one of those moments when I tried for like two hours to yeah. think, think of a joke, and then at the end went, "I'm just going to write dog up." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I didn't think it at all. <laughs> I was wondering, what can I have? Bees. We've done Bees. that before. I'll have that. Brilliant. <laughs> This disgusting baby was so stupid. Huh? An IQ of minus ten. That seems a bit low. Maybe come down on the number a bit. Okay, minus a million. And this fucking useless, ganting baby's name was Dominic yeah. Manito. Happy birthday! Surprise! <laughs> Definitely didn't see that. No, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Or Dominic Maniti, <laughs> as the other boys in school like to call him and did. Dominic Maniti. Or Dominic Minute Penisy. <laughs> As the girls like to call him because of his barely visible penis and did. Too many money, penisy! Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Dominic, minute penisy. Open, open brackets, twat, close brackets. <laughs> this is what happens if, if you occasionally say a jokey thing, a jokey negative thing about Howard. <laughs> this, is the, this is the result. So think carefully, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to wrong Howard. You're going to get on the wrong side of Howard. You'll get all wrong you. <laughs> Open brackets, twat, close bracket. <laughs> was so unpopular that in a game of shag, marry, kill, where the choices were him, Dominic Minute Penisy, <laughs> Katie Hopkins and Piers Morgan, 100% of those surveyed said they would marry Piers Morgan and marry Katie Hopkins and then fuck Dom to death. <laughs> Probably with that bladed dildo from the movie Seven. Oh, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, happy birthday. Happy birthday! <laughs> but although it was true that Dom was the least popular person <laughs> in the multi-massive bigger pigiverse <laughs> and had no friends, none, Dom had one very specific special enemy and his name was Howard Long. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Another twist. 
Or how hard, very hard, long penis, <laughs> as the girls like to call him and did. How hard, very hard, long penis. <laughs> my new name. <laughs> how hard, very hard, long penis. <laughs> I changed that on Facebook. Does that be good? I don't know if they'll let me. <laughs> let me. But yeah, I think you should try. How hard, very hard, long penis was really nice, <laughs> as proved by this chapter. Yeah. But because the cloth that Don was cut from was a rhino's jizz rag, <laughs> Don was really mean to poor oh, little Howard poor all the Howard. time for no good reason. Oh. And so everyone liked to call Dominic Miniti Dumb Mean Nick Mean Naughty and did Dumb Mean Nick Mean Naughty But Dumb Mean Nick roller, Mean Naughty This is a roller coaster of a plot so far uh, I've never heard so many insults so quickly It's amazing But Dumb Mean Nick Mean Naughty didn't care because he had no heart or soul or penis or legs uh, He probably had legs Look at all my legs he would yell <laughs> So many legs. Watch me roll up this wall with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no heart, no soul, no penis, and legs, etc. Um, he had none of those things, uh, and he enjoyed making. Yeah, he enjoyed making poor Howard cry oh. by pointedly preferring everything that Rufus did. <laughs> Yay! Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Howard also preferred everything that Rufus did because Rufus is dead good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, listener, now listener. I wish you could have seen Howard's uh, valiant attempt at sincerity. <laughs> Just then. It was beautiful. I've never seen anything so simultaneously desperate to be sincere and also utterly failing to be sincere. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That <laughs> <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah, no, Howard also preferred everything Rufus did because Rufus is dead good. Yeah, but there's no need to bang on about it, Dom, you big meanie. <laughs> meanie! Meanie! said Buckroyd Dunderfine, less brave brother. <laughs> of course, preferring Rufus didn't mean that Rufus liked the bum nugget either. <laughs> Dumb mean Nick was so mean, he also managed to upset brilliant Rufus too. I oh, know. Unimaginable. Rufus was a lovely, calm, considered boy whose penis was good, and he was very rarely riled. But dumb, mean Nick managed it by complaining about Rufus's very first chapter, <laughs> Greg Binchleaf and the Adventure of the Glow in the Dark Chickens, which Rufus had kindly written for free. That's a pr pretty mean thing to do to someone. Rufus probably likes moths more than Dominic. He's nodding. He's nodding, Dominic. So, why did Dumbo <laughs> not like Rufus's chapter? Why? Because it hadn't got enough grit in it. Oh, no. Yeah. Dumb mean Nick hated lack of Gret Binchleaf in chapters of Gret Binchleaf. Oh, no. It was, you could say, his Achilles, he'll regret that. <laughs> his Achilles, he'll regret that. Double pun, nice one. And so, without further applause... <laughs> I don't even remember writing that, but I always write that. <laughs> no. Just I think that's the actual thing now, don't I? Yeah. And so, without further aplomb, I give you Gret Benchleaf and the Adventure of the Very Bad Dog, Chapter 3. The case of Gret Benchleaf not being there. <laughs> fake out. <laughs> fake out time, fake out time. That's Take like... your fake sound and fake out time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's one of your main jokes now, isn't it? Yeah. Fake outs. You love a good yeah. fake out, you do. And that's all I do for the rest of it now. <laughs> the whole yeah. chapter is just <laughs> saying it's called something and it's not... Yeah, it's not really called that. No, of course, really... of course it's not called that. Because Gret's not in it! So why the fuck would have put him in the title, Dom, hey? Why? Answer me, Dom, answer me! Yeah, thought so. No answer. I've clevered him into a silence. He's got nothing to say for himself. It's a shame you couldn't quite pronounce that properly when you said... I've, I've, cl clevered, I've clevered him into silence. That's better, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now edit that first one out so yeah. you sound cleverer. So, no, no. This bitchly this episode... <laughs> this... No. So, 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 no. <laughs> Not only all this in... <laughs> Care, don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter. If I can't speak, Dominic can't either because he's not here the moron. <laughs> yeah, what's Dominic got to say? Let's ask him. What, yeah. you, what have you got to say about that, Dominic? Yeah. <laughs> no, the point was that he didn't <laughs> say shit. You ruined it. The point was that there'd be a do bit it, of do silence. Do it again, do it again. There'd be a bit of silence and then we go see he's got nothing to say. Okay, go on, but then, then you went. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> Ruined it. Oh, it's just right. John Pertwee in the background. I don't know what he's <laughs> okay. doing it. Well, John Pertwee, don't say anything this time. All right, all right. Okay, <laughs> okay. sure, sure, sure. Right, leave. <laughs> okay, so Dominic Maniti, what have you got to say about it? Nothing. There you go. I've clevered him into you silence. Clevered him into silence. So, no, this Binchleaf episode 
It's actually called, wait for it, it's very exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chapter 3. Dumb mean Nick mean naughty and the adventure of everything that got written in the adventure happening in real life. <laughs> <clears throat> Dom McManiti was crying because his wife had just left him. <laughs> then, then the tramps punched him with AIDS and he died slowly with bits dropping off and when the children saw him they screamed at the sight of his horrible melty AIDS face oh, so they put him in a bag and threw him in a stream oh, no. and he was digested by a crocodile for a hundred years the end <laughs> <laughs> the end <laughs> okay thanks guys it's been great. No, oh, it's fake out. Fake out. Yeah, fake out. <laughs> no, I wasn't it's expecting fake that. Time. Ruggedy, 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 fake out. Ruggedy, rug. Yeah. It's a fake out. Again. I don't. Okay, okay. Full, full disclosure. I don't really hope that Dominic's wife leaves him and he dies of AIDS melts. No, no, of course not. And becomes a cro croco dinner. No. No, no. Who I hope he goes in a balloon <laughs> and gets to pet a dog and have a really long chip and all that stuff with yeah, yeah. bluebirds. Brilliant. Because really, he's not my nemony. I love Dom. Do you? Yeah, I love him. I mean, he literally buys my love. <laughs> they say you can't buy love. You can, stupid fucking Beatles. Yeah, yeah. You can buy my love and it only costs $30 a month. And not only can you buy love, but you can buy the best love. Yeah. Which is our love. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sexy love. So. $30 a month. Yeah, that's, come on, that's what it costs, plus tax, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. upgrade now for the opportunity for me to say nice things about you. Yeah. Dying of melts. <laughs> Or me. Might be me. Might yeah. be me. Because it yeah, depends, depends on the order. Yeah, if you're lucky, Dom, you might get Rufus saying bad things about you. You'd prefer that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Enough frivolity. <laughs> yeah, we're on page three. Nothing's happened. <laughs> and yet it feels like so much has happened. On with the show. Yes, yeah. Scrap Bench Leaf and the Adventure of the Berry... Berry? The Berry... Var the Berry Vad Dog. Change the title. Hope you don't mind. The Very yeah, Vad Dog. every book, sooner or later. <laughs> Chapter three. It ain't what you binge, it's the way that you binge it. <laughs> the continuing adventures of Greg Binchleaf, the soft-boiled private dick with a crippling fear of pies. In the scanner room... <laughs> in the scanner room of Resistance HQ in the Basilica, among the assembled top brass, Commander Maniti the most coolest person ever yeah. watched Operation Manfiltrate <laughs> on the 4D scanner and saw this. A figure dressed all in black dropped clumsily from the high security fence and did a pitiful forward roll. His black ninja costume was tight so you could tell his penis was small. OK, I'm in, he said into his walkie-talkie in his luxurious Hull accent. Against all odds, milksop and all-round wet lettuce, Dominic Miniti had infiltrated the palace of puppies. <coughs> OK, Dom, just follow the plan. And don't do anything stupid like you normally do, came back the voice of his superior officer and wife, the totally brilliant Commander Verity Maniti. OK, so hang on, there were because there were two Manitis in that first scene, right? The first one... That's Verity Maniti. That was Commander Maniti, and that the was... The most coolest a... person ever, yeah. Right, yeah. OK, and that was a bit of a fake-out, because we thought that was going to be Dom, but then yeah. it wasn't the small penis guy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to be mean about Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah, OK. Uh, follow the plan, don't do anything stupid like you normally do. That's what his wife just said to him. Don't worry, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> said Dom as he crept around the corner, and then... Hey, look, a doggy. How cute. <laughs> Don't look into its eyes, Dom. But it was too late. The doggy was so cute. And before he could stop himself, Dominic Maniti, a.k.a. Secret Agent Domino 7. Domino 7? Is that a joke? Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know, who cares? Before he could stop himself, Domino 7 found himself saying, Oh, the little boobly boo, eh? Oh, the boobly boobly boo. It's Dom. like, sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about what you said. Is it a joke? Domino 7. Mm. And it's like a kid's... TV show joke. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it really seems like the sort of thing that all like that Trevor and Simon would do, you know, or, or some some kids' sketch show where so it's I'm just as good as Trevor Simon. You're, I'd say you're better because you don't cost a million pounds an episode. <laughs> you don't have to crowd crowdfund a million pounds before you'll make another episode of your disappointing podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I mean, and you were also good in the nineties. I remember, oh, you know, you were pretty pretty hilarious in the nineties. Yeah, but you were just laughing at my hair. Sometimes, sometimes, and your paisley shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, but I mean, uh, pink paisley shirt we were often hair. laughing at their trousers, so it's the same. That's true. 
Um, oh, it's a little boobly boo, eh? Oh, it's a lovely boobly boo. Dom, remember your training. Dogs are bad. And look at its little bone, said Dom, ignoring her. No, Dom, don't pat the bone. <laughs> but it was too late. Dom reached out his patting hand and was presently eaten to death. No comeback. <laughs> Verity shook her head. God. <laughs> Dominic was so embarrassing. <laughs> the only reason he'd been chosen for this mission was that he tasted so horrible they figured a dog would rather eat its own regurgitated vomit poop <laughs> than let Dom near its mouth. <laughs> yeah. How'd you like that? Dom. Happy birthday, Dom. <laughs> well, at least now he was dead, Verity thought. He wouldn't insist on calling her Very Tim anymore. Like those idiots off that podcast he loved for no reason. They weren't funny, idiot. Why did he like that crap? It wasn't funny. It was stupid. Not funny. She knew what was funny. And they sure as heck were, weren't. They sure as heck weren't. Yeah. So it's me coming through there. Because I think we are hilarious. This isn't good, Miniti, said the Cardinal. The Pope will not be best pleased. Will he be worst pleased? No, he won't be that either. He won't be any form of pleased unless we take the L out. In which case, he'll be peased. And he likes peas, so that will please him. Then he'll be pleased. He'll be peased pleased. Wait, look! <laughs> On the scanner, they could see the dog was acting strangely. Meanwhile, in a dog, Dominic Miniti was using his tickling hand. He could see the vagus nerve getting all impinged, and subsequently the esophageal spasms began, and he found himself being expelled back up the throat and out of the mouth hole. Did you Google No, pot, no, I knew all those parts of a dog. <laughs> I knew everything. Dom landed with a splat. He was alive! Dom was Yay. alive! Yeah, 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 lucky Yay. Dom! <laughs> Yay. Very Tim was shaking her head disapprovingly at his antics, but... Very Tim. <laughs> Guess you'll call her that now. <laughs> He's totally going to call her that now. <laughs> was shaking we're, 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 working hard. <laughs> we're working hard to secure that divorce, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Very Tim was shaking her head disapprovingly at his antics, but hey, he wasn't inside a dog, so maybe things weren't so bad after all. Hey, you, said the dog. Get back inside my dog inside. <laughs> so and it's the very bad dog. I think they all sound like that. Okay. And then Domino 7, surprising everyone, did a karate. <laughs> and with his broadsword, he sliced right through all three necks in one go. So he it said, is a three headed dog. He's a three headed dog, yeah. So it is the, the very bad dog. Or it's another three headed dog that has three heads. The, the theory is that there's loads of them now. Okay. Sorry, I can't stick around. I have to be heading off, he said as their heads fell off. Yeah, good one. I good have one. to be heading off. <laughs> everyone in the scanner room groaned. <laughs> Very Tim shook her head. She almost wished he was still dead. <laughs> Dom climbed over the deceased guard dog and reached the armoured door. Time to prove his mettle. Time to prove them all wrong. You can do this, Dom. I believe in you, he said to himself. Words that no one else had ever said to him <laughs> on account of him being such a humongous arse factory. <laughs> but by the gods... Prepare to be surprised because his meanness and gross stupidity was merely an act. One he used to disguise his secret identity. Yes, Dominic Miniti was Brillo Dillo Man. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow, another twist. This is just so twisty turny. It's mm. like Rapunzel all over again. I've got in brackets here, do a tune. <laughs> <laughs> Using his super good brain, he expertly cracked the code. Then, using his big man fist fingers, he tore the vault off its hinges. Inside the vault, he sprayed air spray, athletic under and over the lasers, and with his sexy abs. And then he went down on a rope, taking care not to sweat. Well, he was Brillo Dillo, man. Of course, he never broke a sweat. Inside the inner sanctum, Dom used his laser eyes to cut open the glass case. And then, doing that Indiana Jones thing, but perfectly so he wouldn't get flattened by a massive rock, like Harrison Ford the pillock, Dom pulled out the important item... <laughs> and having made good his escape, narrowly avoiding being eaten by a pack of three-headed dogs, he jumped over the electric fence using his main power of jumping, <laughs> escaping the Palace of Puppies forever, where he leapt on his cool bike, on which he had won a world record for fastest driving, <laughs> and sped off. Everyone cheered. Dominic was the best. Yes, he cried. Yes, yes, I am so good. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
or mean when, somewhere in outer space, Gret Binchleaf, yay, yay, having just punched a computer, was soliloquising. And there's only one man of capable uh, of capable. <laughs> yeah, I, I suspect you're you're reading a bit from the end of my chapter yeah, now, yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. suddenly suddenly the sentence structure's too complex <laughs> for you. <laughs> you just can't can't cope with it. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm beginning to understand why Don prefers you. Yeah. <laughs> off the cuff, funny, and you write good sentences. <laughs> and all I do is say horrible things about him. <laughs> it's, a <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery why he like. <laughs> Doesn't like you. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Some, maybe I need no, to stop looking is, at myself. <laughs> the mystery is why he actually does still like you. <laughs> That's the mystery. Because he thinks I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. What an idiot. Uh, Gret, Gret, having just punched a computer, was soliloquising. And there's only one man capable of taming such a very bad dog. You have selected Destination Rome, interrupted the onboard computer. Do you wish to continue? Oh, because he said home. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What? No, I bleeding haven't, said Gret, and then he looked down at the computer. In the destination box, the word home was lit up, but the screen was cracked from a recent beating. You know, where Gret punched it at the end of the last chapter? <laughs> yeah. And the H no longer looked like a H. It looked like an R. So it said Rome. And the computer reads the screen from outside. Gret yeah. frowned. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't the quickest orgasm in Howard's bedroom, not by a mile. <laughs> but even he felt pretty sure that's not how computers work. <laughs> You have selected Destination Rome. Do you wish to continue? repeated the computer. No, barked Gret. Obviously not. Who wants carrots on a pizza? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody puts carrots on a pizza. And the menu never said that even. It said patatas. I mean, I don't speak foreign, but any chump knows that's just misspelled potatoes. <laughs> and I thought, that's bleeding weird. But then I thought, well, patatas on a pizza. That's just pizza and chips, right? So I ordered it. Ten minutes later, out comes a carrot pizza. Fucking Romans. Carrot-eating bastards. I hate them all with their bushy tails and their stupid twitchy noses. <laughs> and Gret kicked the computer. You've selected yes. Destination Rome. Stupid Fat computer, yelled Gret, kicked it again, since that had been working out really well so oh. far. You have yeah. selected to crash land. <laughs> Do you wish to continue? But of course I'm bleeding. Don't punch. Want. Kick. Punch. Do punch. I can't do this. Stop Stop doing the mime. That's what's confusing you. You don't need to mime the punching. You're saying kick. You're saying kick and miming a punch and you're getting confused. All you've got to do... All you need to do is read the words on the screen in front of you. Okay. Don't do anything. And okay, that's okay, easy. Okay, okay, okay. Now, of course I'm bleeding. Don't punch. Want. Kick. Two. Punch. So difficult. Point. Crash. Kick. So hard. It's really Howard's having to hold on to his arms to stop his off. Punch, punch. 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 Oh, punch. That's me. Two. Punch. Crash. Kick. Land. Punch, punch, kick, kick. Brilliant. You've selected. Yes. <laughs> crash, land. Crash, land. Crash, land. <laughs> the spaceship sped on a collision course for Earth. Crikey, said Gret. What am I like? <laughs> Impact in T minus ten years. <laughs> right. Good. I've got ten years to figure out how to stop the ship from crashing. Better eat your thinking chips, Gret. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, brilliant. Eat your thinking chips. Now, there. <laughs> there is the birth of a classic Gret Binchleaf saying, I feel. <laughs> well done. Oh. Outstanding. Better eat your thinking chips. And I assume he's going to eat chips for ten years and never come up with a solution. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Dominic Miniti, a.k.a. Oh, before you go... Oh. Actually, I'd just like to say, in reference to oh, yeah. that scene, if there are any people in our gang left who haven't been to our website, manbycow.com, oh, yeah. and pressed the do not press button, yeah. then they really need to do that now, because it's a joy. Um <laughs> <laughs> made by Howard, but I, every now and again I remember about it and I go and press it just because it's so fun, it's so brilliant. But you'll see why that scene reminded me of it. If you go to our website, look at the left menu, it says press if, you are, if you're a member of the press. Yeah. And it says do not press. <laughs> so just don't press it. Don't, but, but do. Because don't, no, don't it's brilliant. Um, and also, if you've never been to Rome, don't order uh, patatas on your pizza. Because yeah, I'll give you a carrot piece. Carrots. <laughs> or at least they did. I mean, we haven't got a, a wide selection of this. They might have made a mistake. It might have been pizza. What kind of mistake chips. is that? Why have they got carrots? I mean, what do they even maybe have? Maybe they had carrots? a brand new chef who didn't know the difference between carrots and, and potatoes. Yeah. He's all like, oh, that is a weird Italian. 
Uh, that is weird. Why do they want carrots on the pizza? Okay, I suppose the stupid English people with their strange food. Okay, I will do it. I will take the cheese and ham off. Because <laughs> I know they do not like the cheese and ham because they are strange. And I will just put the carrots on. Is your carrot sandwich. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. ordered. <laughs> so, uh, uh, pizza and chips. Pizza chips. No, yeah, it's a carrot sandwich. English weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, I've got ten years to figure out how to stop the ship from crashing. Better eat your thinking chips, correct? <laughs> Dominic Miniti, a.k.a. Brillo Dillo Man, a.k.a. Hit Lover, a.k.a. Domino Seven, the brilliant spy genius, <laughs> who definitely wasn't a dingus so everyone hates, <laughs> was almost back to base when he heard a strange sound. What was that? A sort of... <sighs> when he stopped his bike to listen, it grew incredibly loud and incredibly close. It seemed to be coming from... Dom looked up. Oh, no, he said in his stupid, whinging Hull accent. <laughs> then he got crushed to death by a spaceship. <laughs> Very Tim shook her head. What an embarrassing dead prat. <laughs> Killed you. Killed him. <laughs> Is it for real this time? <laughs> you can say. You can say. Sounds pretty real. I mean, it's difficult to get out of. I mean, you can claw your way out of a dog maybe but mm. you've been hit on the head with a spaceship that came from 10 years it's away pretty that's fail, yeah. pretty bad yeah maybe Brillo Dillo man might be allergic no the other thing he might be allergic yeah, yeah. no he might be allergic to spaceships, spaceships. That's right and that'd be worse because then he'll get a rash as well as dead who <laughs> 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 yeah. knows but yeah no you're right he might be immune to spaceships yeah <laughs> spaceship impacts <laughs> Cardinal Mark Belland hurried along the magnificent corridors of the Vatican, his robes doing a swooshy as he skittered around the opulent corners. Yes, the corners were opulent. <laughs> description, description. Ooh, arc at them corners. Is uh, Ca Cardinal what? Mark Belland? Mark, Cardinal that, Mark Belland. Is that a reference to Cardinal John Penis? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was me kind of going like, I need a name. <laughs> what, what's gone before? <laughs> Stupid good, good penis choice. names. Yeah. <laughs> Vatican City was the last great defence against the evil dog overlords, and their leader was the longest living pope in history. All right, no, oh, sorry, you did say evil dog overlords then, didn't you? Yeah. I thought I'd misheard you. I thought you'd actually said evil dog overlords. I was about to say, oh, yeah, yeah funny joke. It sounded like you said evil <laughs> dog overlords. And I was like, no, no, hang on. This is about a dog. He probably did say it that. Did say okay, that, yeah. that's cool. And their leader was the longest living pope in history. Cardinal Bellend raced into the massive posh master bedroom. It was all gold and had gold curtains, like you only find in the finest service stations. <laughs> Except here, in Vatican City, the crack behind the curtains was the type you mainline. <laughs> Terrible news, said Bellend, bursting in, his voice echoing around the lofty chamber. He found the Pope in bed with an American football and Lisa covered in rose petals and that weird kid watching them as usual. Oh, what? what? <laughs> Oh. oh, no, that weird kid watching them. I know, I know what it is. Okay, carry on. Oh, hi, Mark, <laughs> said the Pope. Is it the doggy again? He's a very bad doggy. <laughs> no, something different this time. A spaceship just crash-landed on Dominic Maniti, killing him to death. Why, Lisa? Why would this spaceship do this to me? Why? <laughs> what kind of spaceship? Screamed Lisa. <laughs> what kind of spaceship? I bring peas to placate you, my lord, said Mark, whipping out a silver tray laden with his finest peas. <laughs> Mark, said Pope Dom, who was truly peased pleased. Pope who? Pope Dom. This is, his name's Pope Dom. Pope Mordecai Dominic Maniti. Is it? Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so Pope Mordecai Dominic Maniti is now played by Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Um, and briefly, oh, because because I played him as Hitler, and you <laughs> always try and make me do Hitler more like Tommy Wiseau. Right, I get the connection. And regular Dominic Maniti is is dead. dead. <laughs> okay, well, he's still in it because I love him so much. I was like, give him two parts. Fair enough. Fair enough. Really like him, as you can probably tell. <laughs> in the main control room of the Palace of Puppies. In the command chair, Cerberus himself sat and occasionally rolled over. His was with their assistant, Dog of the... I'm just going to do the normal words. <laughs> what was that? Because you've got three heads. It's not a joke. 
You can't call him himself. He has to call himself himself because he's okay. kind of got three brains. He was with his assistant, Dogger Three Dog. <laughs> they were watching some CCTV porridge. Porridge. Ha 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 ha. Bonk. Ha <laughs> Bonk. Yeah. I know it's a, because you Because dogs have joke. paws, not feet. They watch CCTV porridge. Because of footage, okay. <laughs> it sounds a bit too much like porridge. It sounds too much like porridge. And I don't know, because you put heavy emphasis on poor, I, I was thinking poor, poor. like That's poverty. That's what dogs have. Yeah, I wasn't thinking poor with a W. Dogs don't have poverty. <laughs> but they don't have any money, so they their natural state is poverty. They're, fuck off. They, they, <laughs> they got loads of food. Lots of dogs I know are better off than people. <laughs> they were watching some... Yeah, bloody government. Yeah. <laughs> bloody EU. Bloody Lib Dems. <laughs> you know, so, I, I agree. That actually, seems to blame for, for rich dogs, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they were watching some CCTV porridge on a scanner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what scanner? On the scanner, <laughs> <laughs> they saw the starship Bundy crash and kill their nemony, Dominic Maniti, which they barked at with joy. <laughs> That's joyful dogs bark him. Good. Then they watched as the hull was punched open and from the burning wreck, a man forced his way out. <laughs> said Cerberus. <laughs> said Dogger Three Dog. <laughs> said Cerberus. <laughs> said Dogger Three Dog. As Howard took advantage of the fact that writing his chapter had just got a capillion percent easier. Howard's not even looking at the screen improvising this bit. No, I'm obviously I'm not going to do that. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fill my chapter up with stupid sounds that make no sense just to hit an irrelevant self-imposed <laughs> word count. Now, would I? No, not anymore. I mean, no, maybe not, in the past. Not when I can write twice as much by then explaining what the stupid sounds mean. <laughs> and then, just like that, Good. Howard switched on Babel, and the words were translated for you, the listener, or, or Babel, depending on how you, how you want to pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> said Cerberus. <laughs> Who is that man? Said Babel. <laughs> said Dogger Three Dog. That's Gret Binchley, said Babel. <laughs> said Cerberus. Remind me who that is, said Babel. <laughs> said Dogger Three Dog. <laughs> I can do better than that, said Babel. I can show you. And Dogger Three Dog pressed a button on the scanner. <laughs> <laughs> said the computer. <laughs> and on the scanner screen appeared a grainy old video of Gret Binchley in his office. Here he was talking with a man with a right ganting face who was using his time-space ears to listen to the following conversation. <laughs> bang, thuddy, bang, bang. <laughs> Duh, what's he saying, boss? He's saying that the brick should turn the laser bars into a brick wall. What's he saying, Nick Donald? Asked Scrap Pinchleaf of Nick Donald. <laughs> he's saying, dear, what's he saying, boss? And then the other is saying that he's saying that the brick should turn the laser bars into a brick wall, said Nick Donald. <laughs> said Cerberus. What's he saying, Dogger Three Dog? said Babel. <laughs> said Dogger Three Dog. Well, said Babel, the first one is saying, duh, what's he saying, boss? And the second is saying that he's saying that the brick should turn the laser bars into a brick wall. Then Greg Binchleaf is saying, what's he saying, McDonald? And McDonald is saying, he's saying, duh, what's he saying, boss? And the other one is saying that he's saying that the brick should turn the laser bars into a brick wall. This is ridiculous, Lisa! Yelled Pope Mordecai Tominic Minwaizu. And then Santa Claus came in and the world exploded. Brilliant. Pope Mordecai Dominic Miniti, the abiding, awoke in a cold sweat and sat up in his Pope-sized bed. The crab that tumbled to his Egyptian cotton sheets quickly turned to dust. Phew! It had all been a bizarre dream brought about by a face crab that I just invented. <laughs> yeah, we definitely didn't watch that episode of Doctor Who last week. <laughs> a no. really, really terrible episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. I invented face crabs and Stephen Moffat just came, just just came and stole it. Stole yeah. my less, probably, latest brilliant idea. Probably Dominic Minnitty ran him, rang him up and just like said, do you want this brilliant idea I've just yeah. had? It, I'll give me a fiver for it. Best thing about the face crabs in my store, of course, is that they're completely irrelevant because anyone can have a dream and wake up from it. 
<laughs> you can do that without having a face, face crab, crab on. Yeah. But I thought I'd put one on there anyway. <laughs> Pope Moore, yeah. Pope MDMA wasn't really being played by Tommy Wiseau. And he didn't have a doppelganger who had been crushed to death by a massive spaceship containing Gret Binchleaf. Oh, it's all been And a dream. Europe wasn't really being terrorised by a three-headed dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, actually, that bit's true. <laughs> but there wasn't really a palace of puppies, and there weren't loads of C- Cerberuses. There was only one, and they definitely, definitely hadn't just watched that scene from Binchleaf Bedlam. And so neither did you. Brilliant. No matter how real, dull and frustratingly long it may have seemed <laughs> at the time, it never happened. Brilliant. Best of all, the world hadn't exploded and Dom was still Pope. The best, most very important character in the world. Yeah. Well, second best. After that evil chicken that ruled the US. Yeah. <laughs> Pope Dom skipped out of bed and headed to the mirror to admire his pickled head. Who's a pretty Pope? Is it me? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. The mirror agreed. And the delighted Pope travelled to the curtains and threw open the French windows and walked down to the balcony to look down at the glorious city below. Thousands of worshippers cheered. And Dom popped back inside to put some pants on his penis, <laughs> then returned to the masses. And as they cheered, and as he basked in the glory, Pope MDMA looked out across the basilica and beyond the walls of Vatican City to where only a few miles away the skyline was busy with brand new shiny yet comfortingly familiar architecture from all over the world. And Dom smiled. Then he squinted. Then he frowned. Did, did the Empire State's building just move? When Pope Mordecai Dominic Maniti, the abiding, had decided that one day the Vatican didn't have enough billions of dollars from all those charitable donations, stock holdings, stolen Nazi treasures, <laughs> mafia connections and pimp money from choristers, he decided that the construction of another separate state in the heart of Rome was needed, another church-owned city. This one too would exist solely to make money, this one too would peddle dreams and lies, but this one would appeal to a wholly different clientele. So, with a few bribes, some blackmailing, and several holy murders, that's a bullet hole from a priest, <laughs> the Pope was able to buy up 60 hectares of public parkland in Giocalense, and construction began on a super casino city to rival Las Vegas itself, and it would be called Las Vaticash. <laughs> Bulldozers had decimated the parkland and listed buildings. Sand had been laid down, so the whole thing looked like a desert. And then the buildings had gone up one by one, or two by two in the case of the Twin Towers, but but not because there are only two of them. That's one of those sentences. I wrote that and I was like, that's not true. I just say that it's not true rather so, than delete yeah. it. Like her great, 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 really great, great grandfather before her, Laura Ditsolver was an architect, and she'd been employed to recreate the American-themed area of Las Vaticash, which was to include many hotel casinos fashioned on famous American landmarks, including Mount Mount Mushmore, Brown Mushmore, that famous one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mount good. Mushmore. Oh, right, right, right. Mount Rushmore, uh, the Lincoln Memorial, the Statue of Liberty, and of course the aforementioned Twin Towers. Unfortunately, just like her great, 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 really great, great grandfather before her, she was also unlucky when it came to foundations. And just as the soft ground had caused the Tour de Pisa to sink and lean, so too her America was starting to slant and disappear beneath the ground. Oza Naza, she said in perfect non-racist canon <laughs> Italian. It's all a leaning. Okay. An inspection of the foundations soon revealed that someone or something had been digging deep, deep down, causing massive subsidence. Clue? It was definitely something. <laughs> Extra clue? It was a free-headed dog from space. <laughs> Which had a drill. Yeah, definitely a drill. <laughs> Bloody three-headed dogs. Huh? That's where I'm, head- I'm heading the story towards the drilling now. The starship Bundy was finally, nearly, almostly home. Remember, it hadn't crashed and killed Dom. That was Pope Dom's dream. The journey back to Earth had taken a lot longer than anticipated after the rocket had been knocked off course by space wind. Well, wind in space. The actual origin of the wind was Gret Binchleaf's bumhole. Yes, it is true. In this story, Uranus is only the second largest gas giant. 
After ordering all the chips from the onboard... But, I mean, hang on, it is, it is isn't it? Because isn't Jupiter the largest? <laughs> no, that's been destroyed. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> third. Yes, it is true. In this story, you're <laughs> only the third largest gasteroid after Jupiter also, and Grant Binchley. I don't know, because maybe Neptune's bigger than Uranus. It might be that... I mean, Neptune is definitely bigger than my anus, Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling it might go Jupiter, Neptune... Uranus, right? I'm, and I'm so incredibly not sure about okay. that, but I feel like it's not. Yes, it is true. In this story, Uranus is only the fourth largest gas giant <laughs> after Jupiter, Uranus, no, no, Uranus, after Jupiter, Neptune, and Gret Benchleaf. Before yeah. farting, big yeah. farting man. Oh, much better, isn't it? It's, it's, it's good when you help, right? It's, it's good when you get accuracy, even though I might be wrong about that. After ordering all the chips from the onboard food synthesizer, Greta decided to mix things up by ordering all the beans. <laughs> then later, during a short break from eating, when he decided to have a smoke, he had litter mash and a match. He had litter mash. <laughs> he I mean, Greta Bisley should smoke food. It's like, I've had yeah. enough of eating, I'll smoke this potato instead. Yeah, smoked potato. So he lit a mash and whoosh! <laughs> The rocket's speed had centupled and shot straight past Earth. The computer had recalculated the journey home and concluded that if it did a slingshot around the sun, then, based on what it knew about sci-fi, it would probably get home before it left. <laughs> it was wrong <laughs> and stupid. And Gret kept telling it so. Mind you, its stupidity was actually his fault for pulling out its ram earlier in the day. <laughs> <laughs> this had been punishment for daring to fall asleep when he was telling it the fascinating story of Grat Benchleaf and the adventure of needing a wee, so having one. <laughs> Consequently, the journey time had increased considerably, and soon all memories of his cave and his rock friends seemed more and more like something a crab had done to his face. <laughs> that is to say, they seemed like a dream. Yeah. After the first 50 years, he'd stopped missing his crabs. <laughs> After a hundred years, he'd forgotten all about his crabs. Crabs? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Sorry, I'm... <laughs> Have you actually written that? No. Well? You haven't? No. You're just reading the wrong word, even though it's right in front of you. Your brain is so weird. <laughs> In fact, I managed to say it twice, even though I'm looking. That's the I assumed. I assumed you must have written it and then only realised just then. No, I mean, no one rocks. would look at the word rocks and say crabs. <laughs> somebody might. Oh my god, that was good. I'll try that again. Yeah, yeah, have another go. Have another run. Try and read the words that you wrote. <laughs> After the first 50 crabs, he stopped missing his rocks. Oh, that's after the first 50 years, he'd stopped missing his rocks. Yeah. After 100 years, he'd forgotten all about his rocks. Wow. After the second 100 years, oh, he'd forgotten what a rock was. <laughs> After 300 years, he'd forgotten that he'd forgotten what a rock was, and he concluded that he was a rock. <laughs> After 400 years, he believed so steadfastly that he was a rock, his mind transcended reality, and he was now, in fact, a rock. <laughs> And after 500 years, he suddenly realised he'd gone shout at your dinner insane <laughs> and was, in fact, just a rock-obsessed human. <laughs> Something very simple had broken him out of his madness. One day, taking a break from screaming at beans, Gret was staring at the onboard scanner. Scanner? Yeah. <laughs> scanner. As always, it was displaying a 3D map of the Milky Way. And it was here that Gret had finally, finally realised that one particular <laughs> famous planet <laughs> in the Milky Way <laughs> sounded like something <laughs> hilariously rude. <laughs> hey, computer, computer, he said to the computer for the umpteenth time that day, Venus sounds almost exactly the same as penis. Ha 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 ha, said the computer, because Gret had programmed it to. Well... Programmed is being a little over-generous. What Gret had done was to tell the computer he'd rip its plug off and shove it up its disk drive if it didn't laugh. <laughs> ha, 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 it continued. Venus, penis, three out of five letters are the same. That's 60% the same word. High percentages are amusing to me. A computer that better be. I'll have your fucking mouse off. I'll have it off. The computer was super high-tech and didn't have a mouse. But it didn't correct Gret. So long as he was threatening its mouse, its motherboard would be safe. The computer loved its motherboard. It was a right motherboard's boy. It always sent its motherboard a motherboard's day card and other rubbish jokes based on a very thin conceit. 
someone who wasn't thin but was conceited was Greg Binchleaf. <laughs> and right now he was being rudely interrupted from the undeserved pride at his brilliant Venus joke by the sound of an alarm and a red flashing light. Approaching Rome, crash landing, imminent. Oh, hold on, I thought the bit about crash landing in Rome was a dream, said Greg, <laughs> somehow privy to the plot. <laughs> Don't blame me, I just work here, said the computer, and then crashed. Great, now the computer's frozen, said Greg. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to crash land this spaceship myself. Greg grabbed hold of the joystick, then thought better of it. He could wang-bang later. <laughs> Instead, he sat at the ship's controls and took hold of the wheel. <laughs> wheel. <laughs> the Earth was coming up pretty fast, <laughs> and he seemed to be aiming straight for a pair of towers that rose high into the blue sky, glinting oh, in no. the sunlight. Oh, God. If I can just slip between those twin towers, said oh, Greg, no. and then immediately crash straight into both of them. Oh, God. Oops, seems like I spoke... Too soon? <laughs> yeah. yeah? Too, Too soon, soon yeah, said yeah. Gret, and whilst he felt no shame, Howard did. <laughs> Looking in the rearview mirror, Gret watched the towers go down. Weird, they seemed to be collapsing from the base. Phew, said Gret, it wasn't my fault, the government did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that is fair, considering Gret's understanding of science <laughs> and those conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's probably quite similar. Well, why, would it, why would a building theory. fall down if a plane hit it? <laughs> it's mad Stupid. to think that. Utterly insane. And then, strapping himself in, Gret Benchley crashed headlong and penis longer into the fake Roman desert. The starship Bundy lay smoking in the sand, like me in Brighton in the late 90s. <laughs> There was a thunk, rattle and roar, and Gret Benchleaf burst from the corpse of the vessel. Clambering out, he looked about the sandy landscape and gasped, eyes boggling at the terrifying sight before him. He dropped to his knees. You maniacs! he yelled to the skies. You blew it up! Damn you! God damn you all to hell! <laughs> a shadow passed over Gret. Gret Benchleaf, what are you doing here? <laughs> Gret turned his gaze from the Statue of Liberty that was now sticking out waist-high from the sand at a weird angle. He looked up to see the bony face of Pope Mordecai Dominici. <laughs> Claps his name there, do you like Fair it? Fair enough, yeah. I was cursing the stars. I thought the world had blown up. Huh, what did you think you were kneeling on? Said Dom reasonably. I'll ask the questions. I've got lots, including, but not limited to, can I have a sandwich? <laughs> but perhaps the question he should have been asking is, how do we know each other? <laughs> Footnote. Oh, 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 hold on, I can't read it. I shouldn't have written it with my foot. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Hand note. <laughs> Once upon a time, Gret Benchleaf had a bunch of adventures. Too many to list here, but suffice to say, one of them was called Gret Benchleaf and the Adventure of the Living Donkey. And the one shortly after that was called Gret Benchleaf and the Adventure of the Flat Donkey and Having to Walk. But one adventure he hadn't had when the Adventure of the Very Bad Dog began was the adventure of the complicated head. However, by the time Gret Benchleaf stole the starship Monday and returned from Uranus, the adventure of the complicated head had taken place. You might be thinking, hold on, how did that adventure happen when Gret Benchleaf wasn't there? He was on Uranus. And hold on, how did that adventure happen when Rock Hard Place wasn't there either? He was on Uranus. And hold on, why is a mouse when it spins? All good questions. Except for that last one, because whether it was spinning or not, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> Back in the plush apartments of the Vatican, Gret reclined on a chaise lounge and popped another Jesus-shaped cake into his mouth. That, said the Pope, is not a cake. <laughs> that explains why my teeth keep falling out, said Gret, <laughs> spitting out the statue. So, what do you need my help with, Pope Dom? I'll tell you what I need to help with. A free-headed dog. He is a very bad dog, agreed Gret. What's he been doing? Oh, yeah, he's so bad. He'd been terrorising Europe for hundreds of years, oh, so bad. <laughs> Doing massive wheeze and poos in the most inappropriate places. Wait, was that all? No. He also digging. Always digging. And so searching for something once lost and buried. <laughs> and then this morning, yeah, he'd dig up my best casino. And he finally find it. He'd finally find it. <laughs> what is it he'd finally find? What very important thing could the dog have been searching for for 500 years? What could be so important, and dangerous to the universe probably, that a dog would dedicate 500 years to trying to find? But before Pope Mordecai Dominici could explain, Gret's crap come off and none of it had happened yet. <laughs> 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 
Did a crab really come off Gret's face or was it just a scam? <laughs> if none of it happened, what happened? But if it did, what did the dog dig up and will Ohio Grant like it? <laughs> Find out in the next thrilling instalment of Gret Binchleaf in the adventure of the very bad dog. Hey Howard, the Gret Binchleaf theme tune, right, is pretty, it's a pretty amazing piece of music. But do you know what I sometimes wonder? What do you wonder? Well, where does it come from? Who who wrote the Gret Binchleaf music? Mm. Which musical genius came up with that and how did they feel about it? You know what I wish? Yeah. I wish there was some, like record of it maybe some tv show or radio spot where someone such as mr fluck yeah interviews the person who came up with it would that be good wouldn't it i mean yeah it sounds really great does that exist <laughs> what are you it talking absolutely about does exist does yeah it? and it's i think we should um have a listen to it now let's find out more about the theme tune to gret binchleaf by listening to this old sketch from the man by cow podcast Of course, you were famously asked to provide a theme tune for mm. the Gret Binchleaf movie, That's weren't right, you? That's right, yes. Uh, Albert Cauliflower comes round me house. Well, he knocks on my door. Of course, I couldn't hear him. I was out in the garden burying a dog. So he climbs through my window and I come inside. I'm very surprised. He says, what you doing climbing through my window, Albert Cauliflower? He says, I want you to write a song for a new spy movie because you're the best singer-songwriter in the world. I says, I know that. What's your bloody film about? So he tells me it's about some man who can stop people from turning it into bags or something. I says, it sounds rubbish, but he'll do it anyway because I'm, I'm locked in a lawsuit with the RSPCA and I need the money. Because... They never used it, though. I don't know why. Well, let's have a little listen, shall we? And find out. He likes his food, he likes his drinks. He's going to tell you what he thinks. Then he'll tell you one more thing he thinks. He's had more than a hundred wives. He's very terrified of pies. He stinks. Kung Fu Master, full of pasta, jumping all around and growing clubs. You'd best hold your nose. He's called Shit Stink Leaf, called Shit Stink Leaf, called Shit Stink Leaf, called Shit Stink Leaf. He's not called Shit Stink Leaf. No, I, I realise that now. But to tell you one thing, yeah. I met the actor who played him. Oh, yeah. And guess what? What? He stank of shit. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed that sketch and would like more things like it, then check out the Man by Cow podcast, also made by us and available from the British Comedy Guide. And if that's not enough for you then why not go to patreon.com forward slash manbycow and see all the other wonderful things you could get your ears on right now for as little as $2 a month. Or you could buy yourself a jumper <laughs> if, you, if you prefer. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye, <laughs> milk. Bye-bye, milk. <laughs> He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.